What's up, podcast? This is Match Lava, and we're listening to the Road Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Match Lava. And today is Friday, May seventh, twenty twenty one, and it is the end of the week. So it's been a so so week. Really, not a whole lot of releases. We did have one release today. It was a Jordan eleven. I think it was legendary blue. So they're like an an eleven low, and really like mild colorway nothing too crazy about it nothing that i was really that interested in really wasn't a crazy amount of profit in it but there was definitely some money to be made so i ended up passing on that though because i honestly forgot about it i was super busy today and did not get a chance to go for it but it's been a busy last couple of days just because there's been a lot of restocks there's been some items released some low-key items and stuff like that that have come out and people have done really well. I have been kind of kicking myself for not being set up better. And one of the reasons is I just got up super late today. My alarm went off and I was like, okay, I'm, I'm dead. I don't really feel like getting out of bed and I didn't. And if I would have, I could have made a lot more money than I did because one of the bots that I had really was hitting hard today and was hitting some really, really profitable items and I could not get on to access it because the computer that I was using was having some issues. And if I would have just reset it when I was at home this morning when I woke up with like I planned to, we would be in a different spot. So that was kind of a bummer, but that is what happens. I mean, you've got to be prepared whenever things like that come about because the last thing you want to have happen is you want to have, you don't want to have yourself caught in a position where you could have done really well if you'd just been prepared. And so that's kind of what you want to avoid. So that being said, I'm looking ahead to tomorrow and the rest of next week. And we have some pretty decent releases next week. So that's kind of what I'll be looking at going forward. But tomorrow we do have a Jordan 7 Flint. Now that is like a pretty popular colorway. It was a colorway that released back in the day. So there was definitely some hype behind it. It's honestly one of the cleanest Jordan 7s that I've seen in a long time. You got an all white colorway with some gray Flint tones all around it and like the paneling on the Jordan 7. If you've never seen a Jordan 7 before, go look it up. It's one of the weird looking Jordans. I was kind of thinking the other day, why don't we see more Jordan 7s and Jordan 8s? And I couldn't really picture what the 8s looked like. And then I looked them up and I realized they are the most hideous shoes I've ever seen. And that's why we don't see more Jordan 8s because they're really ugly. So again, 7s, they're maybe not the most popular model, but this is a popular colorway. It harkens back to one of the older colorways that they did back, I think it was early 2000s, but honestly, I'm not really sure. I didn't look too much into it yet. But it has been a done before. I saw somebody talking about it on YouTube when I was watching a video about it a while back saying how they thought that the, they were talking about how the gray was a little bit different. And I guess that's more of a sneakerhead thing than a reseller thing. Either way though, we're gonna be looking at some, some decent profit on those. So I'm excited about those. Again, they're not going to be crazy profitable like the Jordan 4 University Blues or your Jordan 1 University Blues or the Jordan 1 Hyper Royals or anything like that. But they're gonna make you some money. So. That's really what I'm looking at going forward and kind of what I'll be looking at tomorrow morning. Now, in the upcoming week, we do have the Jordan 1 Shadows, which like the Shadow 2.0s, those are going to be really, really profitable. Again, a re-release of an old colorway, and I think it's kind of a variation of the original Shadows. So like we saw the Shattered Backboard 3.0s come out and the Shattered Backboard 2.0s come out for the original Shattered Backboard colorway. We're, we're seeing that again with this Shadow colorway and it definitely projects to to be pretty profitable. So that's kind of what I'm looking at going forward for this week. But at the same time, there there's gonna be other things that come up throughout the week to make money on, and it should be a pretty decent week overall. Just kind of have to get through, uh, kind of get to where Saturday hits because that's really where we've had the most of our important releases recently. So 
that's kind of what I'm looking at. But I did want to talk about something that's been on my mind a little bit. It's something that I've been debating back and forth, and it is listing on multiple platforms. And I think that there is a lot of pros and a lot of cons to doing it. And I'm just going to cover a little bit of them right now, just because I used to list on multiple platforms and do a lot of multi-platform stuff, and now I don't. And there are reasons for that. I, I still sell on multiple platforms, but I'm not constantly listing new things on multiple platforms. And I want to just talk about that for a moment because there are some things that go in with that. So if you know what cross-posting is or you've ever cross-posted before, you may you may be familiar with just listing on Mercari or Poshmark in addition to other platforms and like eBay and, and Amazon and stuff like that. So basically just listing on multiple platforms is called cross-posting and you really can maximize the profit on an item if you list it on multiple platforms because you can get the, the best market value on each platform and some platforms sell better than others. So Mercari, I've, I've noticed I can sometimes get a better value on things than on eBay just because Mercari is less saturated than eBay. So there's less of a chance of something being on there and also it's a younger crowd using Mercari. eBay's been around for almost, I think over 30 years at this point, if not just around 30 years. So Mercari's very new. It's within the past few years. I think it came out in, I want to say like 2016 so pretty recent compared to ebay it hasn't been around nearly 30 years i don't even think it's been around a decade and it is a pretty good platform for selling i enjoy selling on there because it's just super easy it originally used to be even easier than it is now i think shipping has gotten a little bit more advanced than it once was where literally you were given a set amount of labels it was like you could do a first class label you could do one to three pounds and then i think it was like five to ten pounds and like 10 to 30 pounds or something like that like but there was no there was no wiggle room like if you were over three pounds you're paying 17 bucks if you were over a pound to three pounds you were paying 11 bucks if you were under a pound you're paying i think it was like five bucks and there was really no wiggle room so it's changed a little bit there's other ways of shipping there's and that was just with the post office and then they incorporated fedex and rates went down because fedex is usually cheaper with heavier items and things like that. So they've added other options and I think you can do UPS now and I think there's other ways of shipping. You can do dimensional, you can do just by weight. They have a lot of options in there and you can ship on your own as well. So if you find that you wanna do free shipping, you can go on pirateship.com and use Priority Cubic and that's usually your, your cheapest way. Priority Cubic, box in a bag, same thing. You can pretty much get your cheapest rate almost on anything that way if it's under 20 pounds and under a certain amount of dimensions and stuff like that you can look those up but either way i have been selling on mercari for since almost since i started i mean i the first couple of months i sold exclusively on ebay i was concerned i was super scared of cross posting like it seems so crazy right now that i was so scared to cross post on mercari and i think about it now and i'm like what are you afraid of like it's not like you were selling a bunch of stuff that you were afraid is going to sell on both platforms but there was work involved with it and i was afraid that if i list on mercari what if it sells on there what if it sells on ebay at the same time i was afraid that what if what if uh, Mercari is very difficult? I, I didn't know. I never used it before. And then I thought, well, what about Poshmark? Well, that's another thing. That's that's scary too. It's a new platform. I don't know Poshmark. I don't know how to do that. Meanwhile, they're way easier than eBay. I've been doing eBay for, for, for years. I mean, I, I've listed on eBay a bunch before. And it was one of those things where it was just kind of a transition or a change to try and list on other platforms in addition to eBay. So either way, I, I kind of did it. I went along with it and it was good. I, I started to learn how to list a lot on other platforms and I started making more money. Stuff would sell better on Mercari than on eBay. Stuff that I picked up at garage sales like coffee mugs and stuffed animals sold better on Mercari. I could make more money for them. I could usually get a sale a little bit quicker. eBay is a lot more saturated. So there's more items and more of the same items. So obviously there's a lot more supply on there than there is on Mercari. So if the demand is the same and people are just looking across platforms, 
or if they're looking on eBay, they can get one of four or five different options for this really unique stuffed animal, where on Mercari there may only be one. And if you have somebody younger using Mercari, they're sometimes more tempted to spend a little bit more. This is pre-COVID that I was doing a lot of Mercari selling, so tempted to spend a little bit more because just like the, the value of a dollar doesn't really, it doesn't seem like it hits as hard for people that didn't have to go through like a depression or a very big like recession or something like that, which really we haven't had since 2008. So it's been a while, like people my age have never seen that. So that that going along with it, they're willing to pay more and they, they did. And I made more money on Mercari. I was super pumped and I looked at it and said, why wouldn't everybody cross post? Well, fast forward to 2021, I'm selling a lot more right now. I have a lot more inventory than when I first started. I mean, if I would have looked in, into a crystal ball and seen how much inventory I have now then compared to what I had when I just first started and what I thought was possible I would have told whoever showed me that ball that they were nuts and I would have been like you're crazy that's not that's not possible I'm not going to be able to to do that well with reselling and actually make some sort of a, a living off of it and now 2021 we're seeing that people are making full-time livings out of it there's people that do extremely well that way vastly outperform day jobs and stuff like that so it is very possible and I have been able to I've been very blessed to be able to do that. And it's something where cross-posting has become a little bit different for me. And the reason is, it's because I have an eBay store and eBay is very, very reliant on feedback. Mercari, Poshmark, they, in my opinion, just don't matter that much for feedback. And feedback should not matter as much as it does on eBay. Now, that is kind of debatable because the other thing that eBay does is because it factors in feedback so harshly, it kind of makes sellers be the best they can be because if you don't want to be you don't want to have done a little less than you should have or could have and get a negative feedback it's not worth it and so you're always at your best and you're always performing at your best on ebay and same with amazon because you don't want to get a bad feedback you don't want to get suspended on amazon you don't want to lose sales on ebay you don't want to end up getting suspended on ebay you don't want to have bad feedback so that's kind of the, the way it is and for me i noticed that sometimes items would sell once i started to get more inventory on mercari or on poshmark and i'd forget to take them off of ebay now there's ways that you can do that very very easily and and efficiently you can list with cross-posting softwares like list perfectly and vendu you list with them you basically draft your listing in their in their software and then you post it on eBay, it actually generates a listing for you and then you can go straight from the software, same pictures, everything, just one upload to them and you can cross post it to Mercari and Poshmark as well and you basically have a template for all your listings and, and there's certain things you have to do on different platforms, item specifics on eBay and Mercari you have to do a few things and Poshmark you really don't have to do too much but you can list, you can basically make the draft in these these cross-posting softwares that are online and then they'll store everything for you all your pictures and all that kind of stuff and you just basically you just list it to these other platforms that's good and then whenever it sells you just mark it you say hey here's the platform it's sold on go delist and it will go delist for you but that's a manual thing so then again you have to go back at the end of the week reconcile all your transactions and, and, and yada 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 like all that kind of stuff so that's one issue it's a big time sink for me and i don't really like time sinks especially with my schedule right now I'm on as much of a time crunch as possible. I mean, I'm driving two hours a day, which is unideal. I, I work from 7.30 to 4.30, which is normal. And I get home at around 5.30 or 6. And okay, I have 6 to like 10 o'clock or 11 o'clock. And then I'm trying to get up at 4 so I can get more work done and then work out. And it's very, very, it's very time consuming and not the best use of my time. I was noticing that I was cross-posting a lot of items. And while it was profitable with respect to what I was spending on cross-posting software where it was like 30 bucks a month, I'd probably make like 60 bucks a month, 70 bucks a month in stuff that I would cross post. 
it didn't it didn't really move the needle for me i was like well, why am i doing all this extra work and not getting paid for it I'm not really making that much money it is profitable but it may not be the best use of my time and whenever things start to scale up am i really gonna have all this time to go back through and do this and if not okay fine i hire somebody but is it even worth their time and what i'm going to be paying them to go cross post all these platforms and 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 try and take listings down and keep track of that is it worth it is it worth it when you have thousands of items and in my opinion no so that's kind of what you see and i want to talk about this because it's important that you kind of notice where you are in your reselling career or your reselling business and take a step back and look and say is this profitable for me I think if you're new and you're, you're just starting a reselling business, it's great to cross post. You have so much time. You, you are just learning new items. You have way more options when you cross post. It's a great idea. I think it's phenomenal. I, I think it's one of the best ideas that you can do as a new reseller because you learn different platforms through it. You learn how you like to sell. You learn what you like to sell. You learn what sells best where. But I think eventually you need to move from that. If you plan on scaling, if you're comfortable where you are, do what you do. But if you plan on scaling, I think you either need to do one of two things. You pick one platform and you stick to it, which is kind of what I'm doing right now with eBay, or you pick multiple platforms and do specific item categories on each platform. That way you're not worrying about cross-posting because there is a difference. If you are just sourcing coffee mugs and stuffed animals to flip on Mercari, that's a very good idea. Like it sells really well there. I've done very well with it and I wouldn't list them on eBay. It's a waste of my time. I never sell them on eBay. I barely sell coffee mugs on eBay versus Mercari. I've sold a lot more on Mercari. You promote your items. It's very easy, like very simple. So that's another strategy. You can quote unquote cross post your business, but not actually cross post the items because you can have your business running off of different platforms. You just source different for different platforms. And that's a great idea. I think that's super profitable. I think it's a great idea to do it because you're not really spending any more time. And even if even if you're spending time, you're probably saving yourself time if you're primarily listing on eBay because eBay is the longest listing platform out of all of them. Amazon's pretty quick. You have Mercari, which is extremely quick as well. And then Poshmark literally takes like 10 seconds. Very, very easy. So if you're going to list and you're going to list on different platforms, I would niche down on specific platforms and go that route. You'll be able to sell more on those platforms. You'll kind of have a store that's niched down. It's a little bit easier for people to say, okay, I like what this person sells. I'll come back to them. You can get repeat customers that way. And you're not worrying about wasting all this time just to delist stuff. It's like, it's like a time sink. And if you're not doing that and you're just saying, okay, Mercari, I only sell these and eBay, I may only sell shoes and Poshmark, I may only sell used women's clothing and men's clothing. And and, and on Amazon, I'm only going to sell new in-box electronics. Like those sorts of things, that's a great idea. I think that's very, very easy to manage. And as long as you have a way, a system of kind of keeping track of your emails and notices when things sell and things like that, and you have a good accounting software, which is what I've been working on right now, you're fine. But you just have to know what all goes in with that because if you're not aware of that, you're not aware that there's different fees, you're not aware that there's a lot of time wasted on cross-posting and then time wasted on delisting just to basically not get any more money in the, in the scheme of things because you could do way more with your time than just cross-post. If, if you don't ever level up from that, then I think you're kind of wasting some time, especially if you're trying to grow. So that's kind of my opinion on it. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Instagram and just let me know maybe if you have a different opinion or if you kind of share that opinion with me, that would be helpful. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what my thoughts are on cross-posting. It's just, again, super, super good idea if you're new, helps you learn new platforms. But once you learn them, I think you niche down on certain platforms and you may sell on multiple platforms, but I would do only one item 
one platform per item. That would be your best bet. So it's kind of what I'm thinking, but let me know what your thoughts are. But I'm going to go so you guys have a great rest of your Friday, and I'll talk to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.